You are listening to episode 30 of the EU Startups Podcast, today with Andre Kovarik, who is a member of the European Parliament and a chairman of the Working Group about Access to Finance for SMEs. Welcome to EU Startups Podcast. Today we are really excited to be joined by a member of the European Parliament, Andre Kovarich, who has been a member of the Parliament since 2019. He is also the chair of the European Parliament's Working Group on Access to Finance for SMEs. So he has a lot of really valuable insights from these upper echelons of government that he can share with us today. And um, he's also a member of Renew Europe, which is a pro-European party within the union. And it's really uh, dedicated to creating a thriving economy based around tech, innovation, as well as prioritizing investment in a sustainable future. And so these are all different things that we will touch on today in the podcast. So Andre, thank you very much for, for joining us. It's a real privilege to have you. Thank you for the invitation. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So just to, to kick things off, um, could you perhaps give us just a brief introduction into the European Parliament Working Group on Access to Finance for SMEs? What are the key aims? How does it work? So um, thanks uh, for uh, the question and thank you for the interest. Uh, I think um, the, the, the key point that I would like to raise is that uh, it is actually the first time in this Parliament's mandate since 2019 when uh, such a working group uh, that is dealing specifically with the access to finance for small and medium-sized enterprises has been established. Um, and it was actually an initiative that was uh, carried uh, uh, out, uh, especially uh, through and, and thanks to, to my colleagues uh, in the Renew Europe uh, group, because we believe that uh, the, um, the focus on SMEs uh, in European uh, policymaking uh, needs to be strengthened, uh, and um, mm -hmm. that is that is one part of that uh, of that initiative. It's a working group that is gathering uh, members from uh, the Committee on Economic and Monetary Affairs. Uh, it's a okay. cross-party uh, working group, so we have uh, representatives from all the all the major political. Uh, groups in the European Parliament, and uh, we um, meet every every two months in in, in average uh, to discuss uh, some specific issues that is linked to uh, the access to finance for SMEs. We we invite guests um, from the institutions, from stakeholders, from from the industry uh, to give us their insight, and and we discuss um, some specific uh, policy initiatives or uh, some specific issues that are linked to. Uh, mainly concerns and possible obstacles uh, for SMEs to, to access finance in Europe. Okay, interesting. And so how did you become involved within this uh, working group and, and what was the inspiration behind setting it up? Um, the inspiration is, is actually based on um, some previous work done on the European Parliament. There are many um, other platforms so-called, uh, where the issues of SMEs is, is actually uh, handled and, and discussed. Uh, there are various intergroups um, 
and, and other platforms, but uh, there was there was none specifically uh, linked to the access to finance for SMEs. And uh, um, when the, the the working groups under the committee uh, econ committee um, realm were were um, established, we we as as a Europe renew Europe group we pushed for uh, a specific uh, initiative on access to finance for SMEs and uh, I was I was among the members uh, that were they were dealing with it and, and um, then had the um, the opportunity and and um, sort of possibility to represent our, our group uh, as a chair uh, and I think uh, this was um, uh, for me it's, it's it's a great honor but it's also a, a huge pleasure actually to to discuss um, these these issues because I believe uh, first they are very important and second they are they are close to 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 my heart as well uh, in terms of uh, bringing um, you know some some tangible benefits uh, and helping mm-hmm. helping SMEs to grow in Europe. Sure. And so what are the key goals of the working group in terms of um, encouraging SMEs across Europe to grow? How do you make sure that the SMEs in in Czechia, for example, um, grow just as much as those coming from France or, or Germany? Well, one of one of the uh, key aims is actually to explore, discuss, and and to initiate possibly uh, policy responses, uh, especially on the European level, uh, to the issue of access to finance. Um, I mean, you specifically mentioned in your question some 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 member states, some countries. Mm-hmm. I think this this is actually one of the uh, one of the problems problems that we see uh, currently in Europe is, is that okay. uh, very often the, the market is, is fragmented. Uh, it's actually Absolutely. very, very much, very much uh, uh, linked to, to, to their national markets. And um, I think one of the one of the aim is actually to, to promote um, policy initiatives that would actually also help uh, for to SMEs uh, in order to uh, access also the cross-border finance. Um, we we have we have uh, in the European Union uh, an initiative that is called uh, Capital Markets Union, where we try to build up a functioning uh, union of capital markets, uh, where uh, various types of companies can actually look for financing. and And I think this is uh, this is one of the one of the key aims. Also, the the, the other one, and I think uh, that is something where we would all agree. Um, there is a still problem of of of, of uh, a red tape. Uh, Administrative burden that is excessive, uh, especially for for small and medium sized companies, mm-hmm. uh, they have to deal with it. So um, the one of the aims is actually to discuss these obstacles to see where we can cut red tape, where we can use, for instance, uh, digitalization on both sides. So um, be it on the side of the administration, but also on the side of the SMEs, to to overcome those those obstacles and and. Uh, and I think in, in general, to, to make sure that the business environment in Europe is, is actually uh, open and, and beneficial uh, to creation of new companies, but not only. Um, I think for us, the key issue is also uh, not, to, not, not only to concentrate on the initial uh, stages of uh, setting up a company and, 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 and uh, let, it, let it grow, but I think also uh, to make sure that uh, when the company um, reaches uh, some some critical size and and, and the critical position on the market that it can actually still grow in Europe and it can stay here and, and create uh, create value create create jobs and and um, and grow within within the European market which uh, I think uh, until now is, 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 is very often not the case actually. Right, perfect. So I see kind of three key core areas there coming out. So 
kind of creating this cross-border access to financing, creating a more united Europe um, rather than these um, small, medium businesses kind of being nationally constructed. And then secondly, helping to overcome red tape, overcome administrative burden. And then thirdly, kind of focusing on the long-term growth of, of Europe's innovation and, and startup ecosystem. So I was just wondering if we could quickly touch on this idea of creating a more united um, entrepreneurial circle within Europe. Um, do you see currently that it's more nationally constructed um, SME uh, growth or why is it the case that we need to now push and create a more united ecosystem? I think uh, actually that, that this is, in my view, this is the very basic idea of the single market. So uh, if, if we believe that uh, there is there is a single market in in, in Europe, and I think uh, it, no, there is a single market in Europe, so basically all the mm -hmm. twenty seven member states can actually interact uh, uh, with each other, and and the the single market based on on uh, uh, liberties of of movement of 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 people of capital of goods uh, of services that actually is is in my view the, the very underlying policy uh, you know for having more more ambitious approach in terms of uh, also creating a, a cross border and, and truly european access to finance and um, to to your to your first question uh, i think indeed there's there's actually a lot of a lot of um, a lot of companies that are actually uh, in, in the initial stage, uh, very much built on the national uh, national market and, and the conditions um, that, that are in place in um, various member states. And mm -hmm. uh, they find sometimes uh, quite difficult, actually, to uh, then scale up their activities in, in other member states because they yeah. realize that some of the conditions or requirements in terms of uh, legal uh, requirements, in terms of taxation, um, are, are different and they, they would need to undergo uh, uh, various procedures uh, um, once again. And I think this, these, these are the issues that, that, are, um, that are sort of um, slowing us down. And in terms of access of to capital... Uh, if you look at the if you look if you look at the European SMEs, in, in majority a large majority of them would look would look for um, uh, banking uh, financing, so bank lo bank bank loans and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Those are also very much uh, constructed on a national uh, national basis. And I think the idea of creating a capital markets union is actually to uh, sort of enhance that uh, the possibility to to look, for instance, for equity financing. Uh, across across Europe, but also to give um, to to the investors a better um, overview of what are the investment opportunities ac across Europe, and I think um, that that would sort of also fill the gap that the, the European Union has uh, compared, for instance, uh, to the United States, where the access, uh, especially to to the venture capital, is is uh, is much easier uh, in terms of of the in the entire U.S. market, and I think the. The very idea of, of uh, helping the capital markets union to to build and grow is is, is exactly that. So so that uh, you mentioned a couple of member states uh, uh, earlier. So mm -hmm. to, to to give you example that you know for example to be a Czech company that can actually find a, a an easily uh, its investor uh, for instance in France and and uh, and can go ahead um, you know with uh, with the, with their plans and and also uh, to scale up uh, their activities uh, not only in the single market but also if if the ambition is there also globally 
Absolutely. Okay. And so what kind of policies are, are you proposing or what kind of ideas and initiatives are you putting across that would help SMEs scale up and deal with these legal, these uh, uh, red tape bureaucracy administration issues that they have to overcome? I think specifically for the red tape, uh, it's, it's really about, you know, finding ways how we can harmonize the approaches across the union. And, and also, I think, um, uh, you know, this idea of, of uh, you know, having, having the possibility of passporting if, if, if you are licensed or if, if you have a, a, a sort of a, a certificate authorization uh, to provide your services, uh, you're registered um, in, in one member states that you can actually easily uh, bring that uh, with you to uh, a different member state and and uh, continue the activity also also there I think that that could be that could be um, the big ad- advancement um, uh, we, we we were discussing and supporting the the idea of um, a single point tax registration so you know meaning that uh, if you're registered in in a, in a specific member state that you don't have to re-register in all the other member states where you where you go so to create to create basically a harmonized framework I mean, regardless the you know the level of taxation or the tax base but just you know the the very specific issue of of, of uh, the the uh, obligation to go through um, all the uh, all the procedures link linked to that and um, then i think there are some specific uh, uh, initiatives uh, that are are already uh, uh, in, in in some concrete terms uh, being uh, being implemented, uh, we discussed earlier uh, in, in in our working group uh, uh, in the European Parliament the proposal of the European Commission to set up uh, an an IPO fund, which could actually mm-hmm. help, um, especially uh, mid caps uh, companies that already reached a, a critical size and and uh, who are actually um, uh, considering a public listing. Uh, to uh, have a um, uh, possibility to uh, reach uh, financing that would help them, on one hand, prepare for the listing. Uh, the, you know, the preparatory phases okay. is, is very, very costly and very, sometimes very difficult. Of to, course, to so it's kind of giving the support to get to get ready and to get to get going. Exactly, and then also uh, to help them, uh, for instance, uh, you know, uh, launching the the IPO. So that this is, for instance, one of the one of the concrete uh, uh, examples of European action uh, in this regard. Obviously, this is this is something that is uh, uh, linked to uh, some specific group of of uh, uh, mainly medium sized uh, companies. But but I think this is uh, this is exactly what uh, what, uh, what we were supposed uh, we were supporting in terms of financing. Uh, for instance, um, the European Union has adopted, and I had the opportunity to be a shadow rapporteur for that file, um, a specific uh, financial tool called the Invest EU. Which is actually okay. a, a, a specific financial instrument uh, with with uh, some special focus, and one of the windows of of uh, basically the interest of the invest EU, who would be the target groups. Um, so one of the windows is actually uh, strictly linked to the uh, development of SMEs, and uh, the, this this is exactly the type of financing that can actually, for instance, provide uh, public guarantees uh, for um, in more uh, convenient uh, types of types of loans that uh, the the SMEs uh, can can access um, at some point. And we also expect uh, the European Commission to come up with some proposals uh, later this year in the fall. 
which would uh, further uh, enhance the development of the capital markets union, such as, for instance, the Listing Act, uh, but also some uh, some proposals to actually simplify the administrative administrative procedures uh, in Europe. Great. So it, it's really interesting to hear and, and to see these things are already in motion, that there's there's already so many different policies, initiatives and and plans being put into place to, to really streamline the whole process for SMEs from start to beginning in their, their scaling journey and to promote the longevity of that. Um, and I would just be quite interested to know, like from your, your personal point of view, what are the key benefits of Europe putting in so much effort and so much um, attention to our SMEs. What, what's the benefit of this for our wider European community? Well, in my view, the, um, the benefits are, are clear. If, if you look at the European economy, how it is working, how it is uh, uh, constructed, it's, um, and it's sometimes very surprising, but it's, it's not definitely um, only uh, focusing on the largest uh, and very well-known uh, European companies. But um, it's actually uh, the SMEs that, that are that are the key component of the European European economy. As we speak, there's um, there's so over 25 million of, of uh, SME companies in, in in Europe, and it's actually uh, it's actually two thirds of of, uh, of the European economy. So I think I think it's 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 very important. And um, um, in terms of let's say if, if you look at it uh, on on more like a macroeconomic uh, perspective. But, but also in in terms of um, uh, in terms of uh, the potential uh, for for growth of, of Euro- European economy, this is very much linked to the, the capacity of SMEs uh, to first uh, to be established, to be created, on one hand, and the other hand uh, uh, to uh, maintain and their their activities and to be able to grow. Uh, I think the the SMEs and the, the, that uh, I think there's there's a lot of evidence for for that in various studies and surveys. Uh, uh, the SMEs are are also key drivers for innovation. If you have business environment in Europe, which which actually allows for a quick establishing of a startup or or, or a small company, there's you know very much uh, uh, focused on on a specific uh, uh, innovative process. Uh, then I think we, we we actually achieve much higher level of innovation uh, in in Europe in, in general. And I think also the business environment should should allow us uh, you know in more flexibility. So so that um, if, if you if you create a company and you know startups are very fragile um, entities uh, they, they sometimes they, they they are able to grow sometimes they, they are just fail but um, yeah. uh, they, they the business environment should be actually flexible in terms of you know allowing uh, for both uh, options not only to grow but also for failing and, and then trying trying uh, uh, something else something new um, uh, you know reaching um, into into various uh, various sphere of, of uh, human activity. So I think, um, in my view, uh, if we want to sustain uh, and achieve a uh, so, you know a critical level of growth in in Europe, uh, I think we we uh, simply have to uh, support um, uh, SMEs and we have to working in order to establish uh, such an environment that would. Um, promote entrepreneurship that would that would actually promote the innovation and uh, really look into this as, as a huge opportunity because uh, if we don't do that uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, the others 
uh, or the other jurisdictions, the other the other countries uh, across the globe will will do that, and then sure. we may lack in 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 our potential. Absolutely, I think. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's it's a curiosity of Europe, perhaps, that um, the economy does in a lot of ways rest on the power and the the innovation behind SMEs and and the contributions that they're bringing to us on a, on a daily basis. And as you say, like startup culture, startup ecosystem, it, it's very fragile. We have a lot of successes, but we also have a lot of failures. And and if we strengthen our community, what we can do from the failures is we can learn from the lessons, right? And we can take that forward to to better the innovations for the future. Um, so do you see kind of the, the working group that, that you have established there helping bring Europe more in line with the startup powerhouse of the United States, for example? Well, at, at least that's the ambition, but uh, um, uh, I would not pretend that, uh, you know, everything will change because we have a working group on, on, on SMEs, but I think it, it's a part of a puzzle. And uh, we, okay. we have to be active in, in, various, uh, in various parts and we have to be active in, in various work strands in order to make sure that uh, there is a consistency and coherence in our policies when it comes to the approach to, to SMEs. We concentrate in our working group specifically on the access to finance because, you know, also based uh, the discussions with the industry, with stakeholders, various SMEs associations, it is clear that the access to finance is one of the key components, uh, you know, for um, the enhanced uh, business environment uh, in Europe uh, for SMEs. Obviously, there are, there are other parts, um, where, where the European Union should, should be also active. Mm -hmm. But I truly believe that, uh, I mean, by raising various issues and discussing it uh, uh, in the European Parliament, we can actually help to contribute, you know, to first shape the, the thinking, but also to identify uh, the, uh, the best suited um, area of action for, for European Union so that we, we really focus on what is needed and uh, we actually act there where, where the SMEs uh, need it uh, the most. And also, I think, um, uh, trying to promote this culture to sort of think um, SMEs, uh, you know, by default, when you, when you, when you, when you look at the uh, various uh, proposals of European legislation, uh, we have sometimes feeling that uh, the, the SMEs angle were, were not fully considered or were not... Uh, mm -hmm fully taken on board and and I think this is this is also one of the ambition that uh, um, uh, myself and, and, and other colleagues in the working group have uh, to make sure that this is actually the angle that is always taken into account especially um, in in those uh, proposals of legislation that that will have to be uh, implemented uh, also by by the SMEs community and and to have that angle um, basically, sort of by default, uh, when when drafting and preparing preparing the legislation, um, it was not always the case, um, and and I, and I really hope that this would become a sort of a, a norm of of how we approach uh, the uh, the legislative work in the European Union. But not 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 only the legislation itself, like the hard law, but also um, other policies and, and policy initiatives that are promoted on the European level. Interesting, Uncle. So, uh, as you, you've you've mentioned, you know the, the core aim here really is the access to finance, right? For for startups, um, to to get up and running and and to really to really for SMEs to get going. Um, 
And I, I'm wondering if you have any policies already in place or are in the process of being implemented or, or any that you would like to see that kind of promote this access to finance to founders who are coming from more diverse backgrounds or are driving more impact um, driven ventures. Is, is that something that that's on the radar of the working group? Yes, as well, as well. And I think really this is, uh, in, in my view, um, or this should be the main goal of, of also this Capital Markets Union. I think uh, in terms of, of uh, various policies that, that are already in place, um, there, there are some initiatives that uh, aim to help uh, SMEs to access to finance, but I'm not 100% sure that uh, those are... Um, the best practices or, or the, the examples that uh, that actually uh, work. Um, I think okay. I think in general uh, in general it's it's about uh, creating um, a new let's say investment culture in, in in Europe, and I think we're going to see in within Europe uh, some uh, some uh, some good examples uh, in Germany, in France, uh, where where the, the startups and SMEs communities uh, are able actually to uh, easily work in terms of the capital market. But I think this, there, there's also um, a big gap between uh, some of those member states and, and others or the majority of others mm-hmm. where, where um, this, is, uh, this is not actually part of, of uh, let's say, the day-to-day business. And, um, sure, so there's some discrepancy perhaps. Indeed, and this is exactly what, what I think we should, we should try to overcome by, by creating a, a common uh, capital markets union where where this this uh, can be uh, can be uh, promoted and and that this these these gaps can, can be actually um, uh, filled. But uh, I think it, it's it, there. There's many issues. There's on, on one hand, it's it's about uh, it's about promoting Europe uh, itself. I mean, globally. Uh, I think it's also about uh, uh, good reporting standards so that you know um, there's there's a clarity about um, what uh, opportunities for for investors are are available. Uh, in 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 Europe, and I think it, it is it is also to try to uh, actually uh, find synergies uh, between the various sources of financing, uh, also also in Europe. And I think, as I as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, this, this this should be this should be sort of a change of a culture. So uh, we should we should also um, not only rely on the. Um, uh, in institutional investors or, or large asset managers, venture capital uh, funds, but um, uh, we have we have a big gap also in terms of uh, uh, retail investment uh, in in mm. Europe. So so that um, the retail investors' money can be actually uh, used, channeled, and and obviously then then uh, valued through uh, through the investments into into European companies, um, especially the SMEs, and and this is this is one of the link that uh, we 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 are still missing. Um, actually, f- for that we we are we should enter in the fall in, in the negotiations with the council on the proposal of of a long term investment fund, uh, an L- an LTIF, um, the abbreviation, uh, which is actually something that is already in place but is not used very much. But this is exactly. Um, one of the tools that can actually help us to, um, on one hand, promote the retail investors, long-term financing, and and basically investments uh, in order to uh, use uh, effectively uh, their savings uh, through a, a safe and reliable uh, investment tool. But on the other hand, because obviously 
every investment tool, tool has has two ends, so investors and and the assets uh, where where they invest, uh, and on the other hand to promote uh, and and to create this connection with with the European European economy and especially European SMEs. And this is what we are about to finalize uh, this this fall, and I hope that this will be in place uh, very soon, uh, so that. Um, the very stakeholders, be, be it from the financial world, but also from uh, from uh, uh, the business community, uh, can can actually use and see um, uh, its uh, its potential. Interesting. It's it's really great to to hear that these things are are in motion. I, I said that earlier, but it's it's great to to know that these are going on because a lot of the times we can look at Europe and initiatives happening, and we can question why is this not happening? Why is that not happening? So it's it's great to know that there are. Um, motions being put forward um, but related to that I, I would be just curious to ask like obviously the, the working group is is working tirelessly um, to, to promote these initiatives has there been any kind of uh, backlash from the rest of the European institutions or maybe backlash isn't the right word maybe any um, pushback or any um, hesitation to adopt these policies I would say in general uh, the approach to the SMEs and and those policies that that are actually aiming at and helping uh, or or making their life easier um, have uh, in general very good um, uh, I think well very very good um, they're well supported. Yeah, the, yeah, very, very well support uh, from from most of the most of the institutions. I, I think you know, I would, I wouldn't, I never heard uh, you know someone saying, uh, "Look, uh, we we should not we should not do that," right? But I think um, the the key is uh, how we concretely uh, want to implement them, and uh, then there we can we can see uh, some. You know potential potential issues in in terms of how the, for instance, the national government and the national administration are are helpful in terms of uh, cutting the red tape. Uh, how, uh, for instance, the European Commission, as I as I mentioned earlier, is actually uh, considering, for instance, the SME angle when they uh, propose and promote um, a specific piece of legislation. Um, so I think it's it's maybe sometimes. Um, lack of of attention that we okay. do, we do not consider sufficient rather than you know a sort of a negative approach um but um i think this is this is exactly what i meant what i meant by by you know this need for change of of uh, our perspective and also of 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 the culture so that you know we we have uh, on our on our mind uh, the specific situation of, of SMEs and, and their importance in, in, in Europe, and trying to trying to uh, help them uh, to to grow the, uh, and stay stay in Europe. But I wouldn't I wouldn't really say that uh, you know I would I would see some sort of um, um, animosity or or um, as some, sure. some sort of a negative approach. I think I think it's more you know just maybe lack not on their radar. Lack. Yeah, lacking the perspective exactly, not having uh, SMEs all the time on, on the radar, and, and just you know, sort of take it. Um, they take the situation of SMEs for 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 granted, and 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 to be honest, uh, to a certain extent, I understand and I see it also when we work with colleagues. It's very difficult to um, you know adopt a let's say a, a coherent um, uh, SME policy initiative or SME framework because they are very different. 
the needs are very different. The community is is is, is very big, and I don't think we can you know solve it by by putting uh, uh, forward a let's say an SMEs Act in in Europe like like we do it for instance uh, with uh, with other um, types of of uh, uh, economic activities. Um, because it would not it would not fit. There's no you know one size fits all solution for all the SMEs in Europe. But I think it, it is it is exactly what we need is is actually to to have that in mind and take this horizontal approach throughout mm-hmm. uh, the uh, the policy initiatives and the work we do on the European Union to make sure that the, uh, they they are not forgotten and they 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 are still um, sort of part of our consideration. That I think is is is, is the key is the is the key approach there. Interesting. And, and as you say, there's there's no one size fits all approach here to, to any SME or, or to a, to anything within the European Union. It's all about being, um, as you said, taking a horizontal approach, being mindful um, and, and listening to, to the outcomes and, and being prepared to, to make changes and be flexible when and, and if needed. Right. Absolutely. So what would be the, the key changes that you would like to see in this culture, um, the key changes that you would like to see in Europe to push forward SMEs in this space? Well, I would write, I would like first like to see really, you know, uh, the, the single market for SMEs uh, working so that uh, if, if a company A uh, starts uh, its its business in, in a, in any, uh, any single member states and, and wishes to, uh, scale up their activities. That, that the European single market is ready for that. That you know that there are not not obstacles that are actually more sort of deterring uh, the companies from from their you know growth strategies across uh, border, uh, but uh, that they are rather promoting uh, the the um, sort of in, 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 intensification of, of their of their activities across uh, cross border, um, and I think. This 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 would be in in my view uh, already a very good achievement. Um, we still have some uh, some uh, problems in terms of uh, deepening and and you know finalizing the single market for for various uh, activities. I think we have we have a lot of problems in terms of of services uh, in, in in Europe. So I think and and you know many many companies, especially now, uh, are are dealing very much with uh, with you know provision of services. Especially in digitally uh, digital area, so I think this is this is um, one, one point that uh, that I would like to address. Second point, I think it's it's really to to create this 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 new culture, uh, so so that so mm-hmm. that uh, th- there is actually a, a massive amount of uh, um, possible in investment capital that is available in in Europe that is channeled, you know, back to back to European economy, and uh, so that so that we have we have that. Uh, Sort of culture created, but also uh, also uh, sort of promoted, because uh, what we see very often, and I think there's a lot of uh, also data on that, we see that you know there's multiple uh, startups created in in Europe, especially since you know last uh, five seven years, sure. um, when there's, there's there's really a huge number of them, um, but. Uh, Especially those who will who, who survive and, and who who actually are able to grow, um, uh, eventually you know possibly become become unicorns. Um, they often leave Europe and and go and expand, for instance, through the U.S. market. And, Absolutely. Uh, and that that I think so, is that is big big problem in my view. Absolutely, and and 
how, why do they, why do you think the companies are doing that and how do we stop it happening? Well, from various uh, testimonies from, from companies, it's, it's, it's actually uh, one thing is, is the facilitation of access to, to venture capital. Obviously, in, in the US market, we're, we're really talking about, about you know, different orders of, of uh, what, is, what is available in terms of, of capital, but also how sort of easy it is actually to get to that there's, there's a competition of, of uh, venture capital, capitalists or investors. Um, and I think the, the other point, in my view, is very much linked to the fact that we, we still have in Europe a single market, but uh, very often um, break, broke down into, into uh, national, national markets, which is not very much the case in, in the US. I mean, um, you can actually, uh, if, you, if you want to expand on the US market, you can, you can do it uh, uh, without any huge obstacles and, and you know, reach out to, to the entire uh, market, which would be you know, over 300 million of, of customers, mm-hmm. which, uh, which is uh, strange because obviously we have in Europe a much, much bigger market. Um, uh, and I think if, if you look at also the, let's say, the closest countries to, to the Europe, which are not currently part of the European Union, but like United Kingdom, Switzerland, and others, you know, they can still be part of, of our single market um, ambition. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, help us, help us uh, to reach a different level uh, of, of um, access to finance. But it's, 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 it's not happening. So um, I think the, 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 the biggest problem is actually that, that you know, sort of like easy way how, how you can how you can do it uh, in in the US and, and also the the offer that is that is there and and I think we we need to create the offer uh, or help to create the offer also in the European Union um, that's that's on one hand but also to to make sure that the um, there's, there's a lot of investments actually if you look at the investments coming from the US to Europe uh, there's, there's actually mm-hmm. a lot of that, that, that direction. Um, so it seems that Europe is actually attractive uh, also globally, but that, then it also means that, um, that we lose part of, part of, part of, the, um, of the market and, and that uh, goes to uh, go, go somewhere else. So I think um, we, as, as we discussed earlier, um, different culture, uh, better, uh, better investment opportunities, uh, um, better, better overview of the market, maybe better promotion of the market. Uh, but also, but also um, uh, raising up uh, or, or you know, destroying all, all those uh, obstacles that are still existing, uh, so so that the companies can actually grow um, through the single market without you know have we have without being forced to invest heavily in uh, various compliance and administrative uh, issues because this is something that also especially for small companies is extremely difficult i mean if you're companies of Absolutely. 10 people you you cannot just you know uh, take uh, take part of of of, of uh, your employees and, and invest uh, their time energy and and and, and, and you know, creative thinking in, into you know just complying with the administrative tasks. So uh, I think this is this is uh, in in my view one of the biggest biggest problems. Absolutely, it's, it's for for small businesses to overcome those those issues. It really is. Uh, sometimes insurmountable as you say just having access to the resources to even begin the process is is quite challenging for them Um, and it's fascinating so 
Uh, just to kind of round up then, I would just be curious to know, is there any policy or initiative in, in place at the moment or in the pipeline that you're particularly excited about? Well, I think in terms of um, uh, the, the access to finance and the issues that we discussed, uh, um, I see those specific initiatives under the capital markets union as as, as uh, promising if, if they are if they are done correctly and and, and implemented uh, implemented fully uh, also we have uh, in the european parliament um, we have initiated uh, and sort of to, to make uh, also the european commission uh, more aware and, and also accountable a debate uh, there's a specific annual debate on uh, state of the union uh, for smes Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where, where the commission actually brings their 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 views and and we discuss it with with them as, as parliamentarians and this is this is fully in line with um, what what the commission has proposed as an SME strategy earlier earlier this mandate as a, a sort of like a comprehensive okay. document uh, that, that is actually uh, uh, providing uh, various various forex trends you know where we should uh, where we could and should uh, uh, focus our our attention on and and. So I think this is this is this is a, a sort of a symbolic. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. Evidence. It's, it's very of, exciting to kind of have at the our fingertips, you know. Exactly, this symbolic sort of uh, evidence, you know, that we really um, take this seriously and and we want to we want to work um, in in this direction. Also, um, our Renew Europe group has, has created an SME task force where we have uh, colleagues from various committees working uh, horizontally over various types of legislation and we want to make sure that you know through that um, through a, through a task force the SMEs concerns are reflected in 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 the work of of uh, all the committees that that are relevant uh, for, for that so not only for instance the committee that i sit in uh, on, the, on the economic and monetary affairs or or the industry committee but also in, in other, other committees you know such as um, transport or internal market so um this is the, the, these are the concrete initiatives that I'm that I'm uh, uh, very happy about that they they, mm. uh, they took place that they, they are actually uh, happening uh, they, they they are uh, life and kicking and I think this is this is something that where we can actually show the the, the commitment that we've uh, we've taken is is is, is meant, ser- meant seriously and I think as I as I mentioned um, uh, especially those activities uh, linked to uh, the capital markets union. Um, uh, such as uh, the 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 IPO fund, the listing act, uh, the 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 long term investment funds, uh, some of the financial instruments that are specifically designed to support SMEs, including uh, in in the framework of of uh, post pandemic recovery. I think those are those are really good examples of uh, uh, how we can actually make sure that the the SMEs uh, agenda is is uh, is one of you know one of the top priorities and 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 is still there uh, because um, I think we. Uh, not only the SMEs deserve it, but uh, I think we sort of uh, owe it uh, also to uh, to to business uh, business community. Great, absolutely. I mean, I think our our business community and the SME community for sure has shown its resilience in Europe over the past couple of years. So it's it's absolutely wonderful to hear that these initiatives are in place. They are supporting these SMEs to continue to be the, the bedrock of of Europe's economy. So yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for, for providing all these insights today. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today, Andre. Thank you very much for having me. And then uh, thanks uh, thanks for the uh, for the chat. I think uh, we, we covered many important issues, but um, as, as I said, uh, this is 
maybe just the beginning of of, of the work, and and uh, we should really we should really continue to support the the, the SMEs, and I'm um, and I'm glad and I'll be happy to to discuss that um, uh, any time later when we have some other initiatives uh, in place and, and some other initiatives on our table in the European Parliament.